First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber. To improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self-care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self-Care Club, the epilogue show. Before we jump into today's episode, we want to talk to you about our Facebook group. It's called... Self-Care Clubbers. So if you're not already a member, jump onto Facebook, search for Self-Care Clubbers and come and be part of our community. Can't wait to see you there. The link is in the show notes. Welcome to Friday's epilogue show where we are taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of toxic positivity. Oh, you said that with real gumption. Fear, gumption, trepidation, desperate to just be done with this week why and move on to next week why this is this is good for you it wasn't the most pleasant or easy of weeks for me but it was necessary it's necessary Mm. not everything could be easy and smooth and bury your head in the sand about stuff some things you've just got to look at i know we said in the main show life isn't always rainbows and sparkles and that's okay and that's this week and that's okay. And that's, that's okay. okay. Oh, there we go. Are you still fine? Yeah, I'm are, fine. Are you fine? I'm fine. You're and fine. you're still stroking me. I know. Checking I know. if I'm fine. Are you, but are you fine? I'm fine. Are you fine? <laughs> How are you? Are you fine? Uh, I oh, you're think, nice to stroke, like a little sheep. I think I'm le- a little less than fine today. Oh. But we'll get on to it. Okay. Anyway. We've got James in the studio. Well, he's oh. always in the studio, but he's not always this side of the fence. There he is. There There's he his is. lovely face. So we've roped him in. Hi, what, everyone. What, what are we roping him into? Because we're doing a game. We're going <gasps> to play game. a game. As I'm sure you can all imagine, I'm very, very excited. Oh, good. Are you? You, you look it. Every it's... time I've been roped into anything on this show, mm. I've had things like been picking chia seeds out my teeth for the next four <laughs> <Yes>. days. Yes. <laughs> I've been force-fed insects. Yep. Oh, yes, I've matcha. Been, I've matcha. been forced, matcha cupcakes. Yeah. forced to sit and listen to stories about... Vaginas. Lady parts. Yeah, and, yeah. And all yeah. sorts of you stuff. You have. So I'm truly rung through the ringer. So this can't be worse. So... Okay, I like the attitude. That's what I always say when I go into the gym. It can't be worse than what I've already done before. But sometimes it is. Oh, I'm my not, God, not is sure this? I should feel like that about your show. But <laughs> <laughs> Is this worse? Okay, so I've made this game up. 
Okay. Oh. And it's really for Lauren. But I oh, thought, great. But if we can bring a male voice to it, I thought that would be. And it's just a way of just ridding ourselves of toxic positivity for when we do it to ourselves. Oh, okay. Because I think that's very unhealthy. Right. Okay. So it's called How to Reduce Toxic Positivity. It's not the snappiest of titles. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I think we could make that a little more user friendly. That must ages. <laughs> com. I mean, that would be a nice website title. Okay. So. This is what I want to do. We're going to go round, okay? Okay. Without justification, and that is underlined in flashing neon. Without justification, Lauren, list three things in your life that you don't feel hugely positive about. So three things in your life that perhaps are making you feel either sad, angry, disillusioned, a bit upset, confused, anything, anything less than positive. Wow. Okay. And you have to just say them. Yeah. And then Mm. you have to follow it up with, and that's okay. Well, what if it's not okay? Well, it's 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 okay that you feel like that. Fuck. I hate this already. Yeah, I know. I know you would. Make James go first. Do you want to go first? I can go first. Okay. Is it quite easy to think of the three things? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I wish I went to the gym. Does that count? Well, yeah, but it has to be like... Um, Exercise more. Yeah. But, well, how can you put it so there's like no toxic positivity on it? I'm not happy with my own level of fitness. Does that count? <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> I, that was actually going to be one of mine, so you can have oh, it. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I guess that that, that would, would be the first one. Okay. Um, it's harder than you think, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Lauren's like sweating buckets uh, I, here. I can tell you I wish I had more time I appreciate am I meant to start with I wish that I feel like well I think it's you... more of something like a, a negative emotion that you're that you're going through I'm constantly anxious that I don't have enough time in my go. day okay but I'm okay with that <laughs> well doesn't and, work no, well, and, that, and that's okay it's okay that I feel that way Oh, okay. I mean, it is okay. I feel that way, but I'm. But I'm, you, but you need to sort yeah. it out. Instantly, if anyone's listening to this and happens to be an editor, I'd be very interested. <laughs> if anyone wants to give me forty hours a week in Northwest London, please come and join us, and you get to work with these lovely ladies. There you go. Okay, there, there you go. go. You've Little... resolved your problem now. There you go. So I've only got one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm constantly anxious that I don't have enough time. That's a horrible one. I appreciate that I can't, but I wish I paid more attention to everything. Oh, okay. I, I was sitting there thinking, I wish I paid more attention. Then I was thinking to what? And actually the answer is everything. Well, give us, give us one. Your wife, your kids. Just, 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 um, yeah, in terms of being present. Yeah. In terms of, of, of not being distracted by doing other things. But I am okay with it because these things have got to get done. In an, in an ideal world, I'd have 45 hours in a day. Yeah. And I'd spend 30 of them playing with my kids. Hence why you need the editor. Hence ASAP. The editor. Don't know if I mentioned that, but if anyone's an editor, <laughs> it happens to be listening. <laughs> 40 okay. hours a week, Northwest North London. Northwest London, come Give on, James join, join the gang. Yeah. Okay. Third one? That was the third that one. That was my third oh, sorry. one. I was just cleverly trying to bake an editor into two of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you want to go next? It's hard that I've got to tell you that is how, not that well, is not an it, easy. No, present. because you're expressing something negative, and just 
and it's it's about being okay with the fact that there's negative emotion going on. And that has to be okay sometimes. Sometimes, but I don't know if I am okay with it. I like, know. There's a problem with accepting it, right? I know. So, and also, you're generally a very, very happy-go-lucky, positive guy. Yeah. You've got a very positive energy about you. Yeah. So doing this is completely probably counterproductive. No, Feel, I think I've got, I've got enough. Don't be fooled. Like everyone, everyone carries enough of their own stuff around, regardless of their demeanour, and and it wasn't that difficult for me to think of those three things no. pretty quickly. So no. I'm, I guess I'm aware of them. Am I okay with them? Is the real question. Not sure I am. Mm. Not sure I'm okay with it. Like I know that's the game. Well, it's being okay that you can admit it to yourself. That's just got that yeah. just can be or just okay. Just being okay with having the feelings of yeah. not being okay. Yeah. Yes. That. Nice. That bit. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go on then. Right. I, am I supposed to say I wish that? No. Or I'm unhappy no. with that? Or... No, it's just about expressing a negative emotion okay. that you're currently experiencing. I, I, th I think, although I may not look unfit, inside I'm probably really unfit. That's not great. But I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is backfired, <laughs> isn't it? Hey, that's the first one. Oh, that's fantastic. thought she was going to change I thought I was suddenly like going to get a gym minutes. buddy. <laughs> Second one is, I'm not okay that there's some conversations I'd really like to have with some people. Not you two before you start getting paranoid. <laughs> I was getting a bit sweaty. There's some I conversations like, oh I'd like to have with some people, but I don't feel um, able to have them because I'm frightened of the confrontation slash backlash so I suck it up and I'm okay with that <laughs> are you okay with sucking it up I am okay with sucking it up but am I okay with it well that's what I just asked I don't know are you okay with it I'm okay with acknowledging that that that's happening so, so you're not okay with it so just say I'm not okay I'm with sucking it up I'm supposed to say I'm okay I'm no, supposed no. to say I'm okay you don't with have feeling. To be, you, 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 it's about the admittance. It's the admittance of what you're, of what you're struggling with. Okay, I'm okay to admit that that you that you don't like sucking it up. Yeah, but it's difficult sometimes. How's that? <laughs> She's getting the hang of it. James okay. is speechless. Okay, I don't like the Ooh. fact. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Can I say something really sad? Say whatever you want. This is a safe space. It's not no really about me, but okay, it sort of is. Okay, I don't like the fact that recently I keep looking at my dog and oh. feeling like he's oh, very God. much towards the end of his life and it makes me really, really sad. I feel like that about my three-year-old dog. Well, mine's 14 I soon. I, I just so I, I know I'm in my twilight years and it makes me very sad. But I'm okay with that. But I am okay with that because I've loved him for such a long time and he's given me so much. But, so, that's, but that's also, you've just stepped into the justification of it, which is, okay. which is lovely. I'm but just going to say, about, I, you can sit I in just, the sadness. I just feel sad sometimes when I look at him that I know he is coming towards the end of his life. There you go. How's that? Sad. 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 Coming in, Quizmaster. Yeah. That's okay. clearly spent all week thinking I haven't about actually. So you've got three nailed on answers. I actually haven't. Okay. So, um, okay. Uh, my daughter's just been diagnosed with ADHD. 
And whilst the whole world tells me that's fine, and it is fine, and it's common, and here I am justifying it, I feel like there are challenges and struggles ahead of us, and that's just something that we're going to have to deal with. And okay. <clears throat> on the flip side of that, I can tell myself, it's fine and it's great and it's good that she knows and she understands her own brain and blah, blah, blah. But actually, I feel a bit sad for her that she's just going to have this extra challenge in her life. Superpower, not a challenge. Well, it, yes. That's uh, a bit toxically positive, James. But that, but, That's how I feel that, about it. Okay. That is how I feel about it. But also there is a part of me that just needs to acknowledge that it's not the ideal scenario. If you could create the ideal world, this wouldn't be put into it right now. Yeah, and I feel even uncomfortable not following up with, but it's a superpower, but she's really creative and she's got all these wonderful things and blah, blah, blah. That's not the game. I know that's not the game. That's why it's hard. What else? I am really struggling with the relationship that I was talking about um, on the show, on on the main show. I am struggling with the absence of it, even though I want the absence of it. I am still not knowing where to put all my emotions around it. And I'm finding that very difficult. That's the other one. Okay. Um, And what's the third one? Do I have anything else? Yes. My husband is having to have a second back operation on Thursday. And I feel very worried about it. And he's in a lot of agony and I just really hope that this one works. And I just need the day over with. And? And that's okay. That's right. Right, well, that was fun. (laughs) Thanks. I think we've really, like, brought the whole tone of the show down there. Dealt with illness death yeah adhd yeah not having enough quality time with Anxi- our kids anxiety you should get onto the trivial pursuit people because that would make a great game <laughs> <laughs> especially for christmas day with the family oh are oh, the God. people that can't see because this is a podcast he did a big eye roll at the end of that <laughs> yeah i didn't say it was going to be fun it's it's, pr- it's game me- sort of led to being fun i was sort of expecting to well challenge. yeah <laughs> it's about bringing the point home that we have to experience negative emotion at times that was a shit game but i'm okay with it (laughs) i hated that (laughs) i hated that game and i'm okay do we say shit on this podcast yeah we do and and fuck (laughs) okay good oh oh she's stripping now (laughs) i'm leaving no i think it do you not think it it proved the point it did do that in a sort of complex roundabout way yeah yeah wasn't the most straightforward of games. It wasn't that complicated. I found it quite complicated. Yes, because you don't like admitting anything other than I'm fine. We've already established this nonsense. Oh, God. Okay. Shall we move off? Please. Do you want to hear what... Thank you for your service, James. Thank you for your honesty. If anybody doesn't listen to today's show on the back of that, Mm. we're okay with it. Yeah. If this has put you off listening to the rest of the epilogue show, that's Okay. Okay, what did our listeners have to say about toxic positivity? Okay, now, for the record, I want you to know, I put it on Facebook and I put it on Instagram. Can I just say? Yeah. I'm very impressed. Thanks. Well done. What did I do wrong this time? You you didn't do anything wrong. But? 
No, I'm saying well done. <laughs> Waiting for the bus. I'm saying well done. Oh, okay. Because I went to go and do it. Yeah. And I saw that you'd already done it. I know, even though I promised I wouldn't but do it anymore. But you did do the background picture of someone... I did a brilliant background picture. I, I know, was so but proud I, of that. I find them too busy. It was a guy like throwing out positive affirmations, like chucking them away. I thought I actually was really proud of that. Where did you find it? On a GIF thing. On Instagram. I don't remember. Don't ask difficult questions. <laughs> I don't know how I do things. Sometimes they just get done and then I couldn't possibly replicate them, even if I tried. <gasps> Anyway, um, okay. should we hear what they had to say? Yeah. Okay. What did you ask? I asked, what is your experience of toxic positivity? It's a great question. So these were the answers. My partner has depression and I used to be guilty of toxic positivity. Now I realise people cope differently. Oh, because if your partner's got depression, it must be very hard not to fall into that because you want them to feel better. Of course you do. And, I, and I'm sure that it's all meant with good intent and love and everything else but that's not what they need it's not but i think intention plays a big part here mm. don't you yes it, it does but it's not always helpful no absolutely someone not. else said my experience is just relax being said all the time when you're anxious oh that's so unhelpful that's like calm down when you're angry there's nothing and no one in the history of the world has ever calmed down after when being someone... told to calm yeah. down if anything it's like lighting a match to an angry person isn't yeah. it well it is to me anyway yeah. it's draining we shouldn't have to pretend that everything is okay when it's not okay someone else said it's a massive contributor to mum guilt and postnatal depression in my opinion being told constantly that you should enjoy every minute of something you find very difficult when you're in a vulnerable state as a new mother makes you feel like an outlier and a failure it's counterproductive Ooh, and anna gives a very good example of this on the show i don't know if i put it in the main you did show oh, yeah. i did yeah. i did okay the um her full episode is going out on Sunday and I did cut about 25 minutes of it out mm. just so that it sort of fits in with the main show. So don't miss it on Sunday. It's a great one. And then the last person said, in all honesty, I never used to understand it. I was taught being positive all the time was a good thing. But in reality, I've realised it's extremely invalidating to another person's feelings or your own. Mm, nice. Yeah. I, um, I had someone do it to me the other day. And again, that's why I say intention means everything because I'm sure their intention was to make me feel better. Yeah. I was talking about Adam and his operation mm -hmm. and they said, oh, he'll be fine. Mm. And whilst I'm sure he will be fine, I was expressing, I was just expressing what was going on and she sort of cut me in the middle of it and said, oh, he'll be fine. And I did really feel like that was like true toxic positivity because I actually what I wanted to do was just express it. Do you think that was to make you feel better or do you think there was a bit of it that they didn't want to kind of hear you feeling worried about it? Because maybe they were also worried about it or they just didn't have the space or time to hear you go, I feel this, I feel that. I'm sure it was to make me feel better. Mm. But it doesn't because A how 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 are they gonna how do they know they don't know no one knows we just hope you could say you must be so worried about it i really hope he's going to be fine yeah it, it was the being cut off it was the being cut off in the middle of speaking right and then told me oh he'll be fine it felt very dismissive of what i was saying 
Understood. Yeah. Understood. So, anything else going on with you with toxic positivity? Well, just like week? I just like I said, I've I've kind of caught myself out a bit mm. in the midst of it, and I was doing it with the, with this ADHD diagnosis yeah. whilst. I have been totally practical about it and I'm on to doing all the things that I need to be doing with her and getting it all in place with the school and blah, blah, blah. And, and you know, just saying that this is a positive thing and you understand how your brain works mm. and it's and it's really great to know at 14 years old because a lot of people are only finding out now and mm. they've had the struggles throughout their school life and blah, 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 and thinking they're disorganised and stupid, which has nothing to do with it and yep. all of these things. And then she came home the other day and she said to me, Mummy, I feel really sad. And I said, why do you feel sad? And she said, just since, just after thinking about everything and I just feel sad. And I said, you know what? You're processing a lot at mm. the moment and it's going to take a few weeks, perhaps even months to get your head around it. Mm. And I think it's really okay and appropriate to feel sad about it. I also think it's really good she was able to say, I feel sad about it. She is so brilliant at naming her feelings. Great. She's so brilliant at that. And that's when I sort of thought, okay, I've been so busy in the positivity of it and why it's a good thing. And like James said, it's a superpower, which I truly believe it will be um, once it's, you know, nurtured and in its place. But yeah, I get why she felt sad. I do too. So it was really and interesting. And it's okay. And it, and it really is. But it really is okay. Yeah. What about you? Have you caught yourself off doing? Well. Of course, of course you have. I know about she. I actually think I've been quite good. Uh, Ollie came into the living room to watch TV with me last night and I was watching something before and he said, why are there tissues all over the sofa? And I said, because I was crying. Now, I would never, A, I don't really cry. And B, I would never have said that to him. He was like, why, why, why? Because I clearly wasn't crying when he came in. He said, why were you crying? I said, because I was waiting for Love Island to start. And I ended up watching the last 20 minutes of Marley and Me, which is the only 20 minutes of that film you don't want to watch. Because <laughs> when the dog... I, I can't, I can't. Well, the dog, it's I no can't. surprise. It's I when can't. the dog dies and they bury it. Anyway. Oh, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. See, Why look, would you do that to yourself because, when I'm, you're dealing with what you're dealing with? I've seen the film many times before, so I knew exactly yes, what was going to happen. But it feels obviously very resonant. Well, it was fucking awful. I'm watching it and I'm looking at the dog. I'm watching the thing and I'm looking at the dog. So I cried. But the important bit was, I just said to Ollie, I cried. Because it's sad. And he knew because he's seen the film. That was all right. Like, that was good for me. That was very good for me. A, cry and B, say it. Name your feelings. Why are you looking at me with such quizzical, with such <laughs> quizzical face? What? I'm just piecing it together in my head. I was not being toxically positive to myself. I was learning from the week. But you were crying in a film. Yeah. It was sad. Now, ha no, no. Yes, of course it's sad. It's a terribly sad film. Yeah. But had you have said, you know what? This has really struck up feelings for me because because Barker is well, I, the age I, he I, is. And that makes me feel sad. Then that would have been... That bit, I did not need to explain to Ollie who's very much also aware of the dog's age and decline. It was, uh, it was, he understood, he understood. He got, the, you know, we're both sitting on the sofa looking at the dog. I said, he's extra sleepy today. He's like, no, he's not. He's just had a long walk and he's tired and it's the evening. He's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't need to say that bit. He understood. 
So that was. Have that, you caught yourself? Have you caught yourself in any other areas of of, of being, doing it? Yeah, myself. telling yourself that it's fine. You're fine. Everything's fine. Well, Josh turned ten this week. There's been a lot of birthdays, and I definitely sort of caught myself realizing that I hadn't realized that it was quite a big milestone for me. I don't know why I always had this thing I needed to like get the kids to 10. And I felt huge relief like the day after. I didn't quite understand why I felt so, and it wasn't to do with the party or the birthday. I just felt like inner relief. And then I realized it's cause I'd been holding on quite tight to like this bit, this milestone. So rather than just brush it, like, you know, it's fine. I didn't have feelings. <laughs> I, nothing happened. I actually like said to Ollie, that was a really big marker for me to get all the kids to 10. That was, that was like this week's felt like a big milestone, like a big thing. So I thought again, okay, I'm just going to like name the feeling, Rockin say it. the feeling. Rocking it. Okay. Rocking it. Thanks. Proud of you. Thanks. Hashtag. Proud. And do you know what happened when I expressed feelings like a human being? <laughs> Nothing. The world didn't blow up. <laughs> Trees didn't fall. As you say, there was no it, tsunami. Express feelings like a human being. How else are you going to express the feelings? Just like a what? Like, like an animal? Like a robot. Like a robot. Just not have the feelings. Like a robot. But then a robot yeah. wouldn't express feelings. But you know, nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing bad happened. So what did we learn? <laughs> <laughs> What's the takeaway? Uh, it's okay to be human. It's okay to not be fine. It's okay to not be fine. No, it's never okay to not be fine. But sometimes it's okay to be human. <laughs> I'm not there yet. You can't expect me to do a 45-year turnaround in a week. Okay. That's too much to ask Fair. of anyone. Fair. I accept that. Thanks. Let's go on to Challenge of the Week. Please. Self-Care Club Challenge of the Week. Anna is back with Challenge of the Week and she is here to give you guys a brilliant challenge in how to avoid toxic positivity and this is what she had to say. Anna, welcome back to Self-Care Club. Thank you so much for coming back and setting the challenge of the week for our listeners. Oh, it's great to be here. Thank you. What is it? So it is all about toxic positivity it's about recognizing when you are using the positive the positivity stick to beat yourself over the bottom for for how you're feeling so instead of for example oh this is so overwhelming but I should be grateful but loads of people would dream of being in my situation it's all about kind of bringing some balance into that so I would recommend using the word and instead of but so I'm feeling really overwhelmed and I really do acknowledge that I feel grateful as well now I want to I want to give you another little tool that could be really helpful because sometimes when I'm working with mums and, and women it's that you know we we so we we spend so little time kind of focusing on on how we feel you know often we're kind of concerned about those around us that it can become hard to even label our feelings so a labeling exercise is to imagine that you're going into a shop and you're trying on jackets and you're trying to work out which one fits and you just know when that jacket fits you know when it's the right fit because you put it on it just feels really good so what I want you to do is kind of name different emotions am I hungry angry lonely tired 
bored and just just name them to yourself and you will find I did this recently and I when I got to the word lonely it just really like slotted in like a jigsaw piece and made me feel tearful so if you're if you're turning your focus towards yourself and thinking how am I feeling just label some feelings and see what fits and then follow it with and that's okay and this is something that you can do instead of leaning straight towards that that kind of that that positivity which has its purpose but often works to kind of overlook or dismiss some of those other really really valid feelings and writing that down can be helpful as well love it brilliant challenge are you gonna do that i've already done it no you haven't done the labeling one no but i've already done it in my week okay there's okay. another little bonus one that you can uh, love yeah, it. That you can yeah i love how you slip that in anna thank you slip it in no problem Anna, no thank problem. you so much for being a part of this week and a part of the show. We have absolutely loved having you on. Oh, and you. for all the people listening, how can they get in touch with you? Yeah, so on Instagram, it's at Anna Martha. And then I've got various courses and, and resources at AnnaMartha.com and a podcast called The Therapy Edit, which um, I'm going to have you on, which I'm really excited about. Yeah, we so, can't yeah. wait for that. Yeah, we can't, can't wait. So Anna will be back on Sunday, like I said before, for the full interview. And she gives so much wisdom and insight. And she is just full of knowledge around this subject, isn't she? I loved having her on this week's show. She was just a brilliant guest. She is a brilliant guest. And she's very relatable. And she makes it very bite-sized and very um, palatable, doesn't she? yes. So listen in on Sunday because it's a really good chat. It's a really great chat. Um, We're going to take a short break. And as promised, we come back with our wellness news flash, which is Void of Gwyneth Paltrow. So stay tuned and come back after the break. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly... It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. How do you feel great on vacation? Like really good? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sand beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll immerse yourself in natural wonder and find your center on an island where things move at your speed. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Flash. Come on then, Laura Mishcon. I was going to do it. Yeah. But you got there before me. And it's quite a good one, isn't it? Yeah. 
There's yeah. only one major story that we could be reporting on this week. And the story is menopause laws rejected after concerns it could discriminate against men. Is the headline. <sighs> it was everywhere. Uh, there were plans to change UK legislation to improve the rights of women going through menopause and they've been rejected by the government. In July 22, the Cross-Party Women and Equalities Committee published a report highlighting the impact that menopause has on the workplace. The report found that a lack of support forced women out of work and gave 12 recommendations for giving women who are working more rights. Additionally, a survey of 2,000 women across the UK aged 45 to 67 suffering from menopause symptoms found that a lack of support was having a direct impact on their choice to leave the workplace and it was feared that up to a million women in the UK could be impacted by this. That's yeah. a lot. Yes, well, but that's not, it's a lot, but it's not a surprise. Not really. Just also, like, women, they're still going through the menopause at 67. Apparently. Or in their 60s. Apparently. Despite these figures, the Women and Equalities Committee report's recommendation of trialling menopause leave was rejected by the government due to concerns it could lead to discrimination against men. God forbid. The Women and Equalities... It's all right to discriminate against women. It's all right for women to be sitting there having a hot flush when they're in a a non-breathable fabric in their uniform. That's all okay. That's all right if the man, he's fine in his his temperature, but God forbid she's allowed a fan on the bloody desk. desk. Yeah. The Women and Equalities Committee called for menopause to be seen as a protected characteristic like race or religion under the Equality Act. This comes after concerns that middle-aged women are being pushed out the workplace as employers are not providing help with symptoms. The committee also called for trialling menopause leave for any women experiencing painful or uncomfortable symptoms. Doctors report there are actually 62 different symptoms of menopause that women present with. That's despite the biggest study yet into menopause awareness finding that most women associate it with just five symptoms. While four 40% of women going through or having gone through the menopause have visited their GP. Two thirds of women didn't know that menopause decreases sex drive and a whopping 74% didn't realise it could be linked with weight gain. Symptoms of menopause uh, can include palpitations, chest pain, breast tenderness, itchy skin, rosacea, acne, thin skin, crying, brain fog, memory loss. Wow, that all sounds such fun. I can't wait. The law would have allowed menopause to be seen as a protected characteristic under the Equality Act. Protected characteristics are a set of characteristics that are illegal to discriminate against. Equally, the report called for more support for women experiencing menopause. So, how can it be discriminatory towards men? Because it's nothing to do with men. Because and they don't experience this big hormonal. They're saying plunge. that women would be getting sort of special well, special rights because they're going through something that men aren't. And also, it's not optional. It's not like some women will go through menopause Every and some won't. Every single woman. If we you're lucky, we you all will, will go through the menopause. Yes, yeah. everyone will. It's a given. Yes, yes, exactly. It's going to happen. So how I don't understand how it discriminates against men because it's not like saying, oh, well, if men are going through the menopause, they don't get the same rights. Then that would be discrimination. But I don't get it. Apparently, they're saying that women are already covered under another lot of protected acts under the Equalities Act. Are they? I wonder if you did a poll on 100 women, how many women would say that they feel comfortable being really open about their menopausal symptoms in the workplace? And I'll guarantee it's very, very few. 
So why was it rejected? Well, there were concerns by the government that such a move could allow for discrimination against men. It suggested that women who experience substantial and longer term menopausal effects should already be protected from workplace discrimination under sex and and discrimination laws. However, it believes that making menopause a specific characteristic would inadvertently create new forms of discrimination. For example, discrimination risks towards men suffering long term medical conditions. The chair of the committee, Caroline Noakes, said the government had ignored the significant evidence base for equality law reform. She continued saying the evidence to our inquiry was crystal clear that urgent action was needed across healthcare and work settings to properly address women's needs. But government progress has been glacial and its response complacent. It's just another kick in the teeth, really, isn't it, for women's rights? It is, but there was a very interesting counter argument in the Sunday Times yesterday, written by a woman, which I think is important to say, who said, listen, we don't need a law. We've been dealing with this for a long time. We're going to carry on dealing with it. And I, she just wasn't in favour of it. She basically said she feels like women, a lot of women talk about the menopause all the time because it's, it feels edgy and it's a bit like, to do with bodily fluids and stuff so it's it's a bit cool to talk about but also it's a really good distraction rather than talking about the horrendous states of how many rapists are convicted how many women are killed in domestic violence attacks by their partners every week she said it's like a it's like this little side hustle that women have got going to talk about the menopause and it covers up it's more palatable basically and it covers up other stuff and she said you know Women have been talking about it for years. Claire Rayner was talking about it. Everyone was talking about it in the 80s and we all poo-pooed they it. Actually. No, they, they actually. No, they, they weren't. Were. No, they weren't. They weren't talking not about like it they in are a now. mainstream way. Not like they They are might now. have been talking about it amongst each other, but it was not so mainstream in the media for people to be talking about. Books weren't written on it. it there wasn't the information that we have now. There wasn't as much. We're very, there's a lot of it now. There and, wasn't that. And then. lucky for us, before we go through it, that we have all this yeah. information to hand. She said that we were all... Our generation were all so young then. We poo-pooed anyone who was talking about it as like an old hag we don't want to know. And now we're all coming up to that age where it really is quite important for us to be prepared and know about it. Now we're all really into it and we're bigging up Davina and everybody else. And she said it's always been around. It's always been talked about. But now we kind of... But but this legislation that was going to go through, again, it, it wasn't anything... I'm not suggesting that they should have, like, breaks from work or anything like that that does women an injustice. But things like breathable fabrics on a uniform or a fan on a desk... Yeah would be very helpful for some women. It's that, that kind of Very thing. helpful. Right. It, it's not to say, oh, you you get to do half the workload now and your your male co-worker has to pick up the slack. It's not that. Yeah. So I, I do think this is a bit of a kick in the teeth. I think there are lots of women who are in very high-powered positions who are obviously trying to navigate their way through what might be a difficult menopause. It might not be, but it might be. And carry on with their job. And men don't have to do that. I'm not saying they don't have their own issues and struggles and health concerns. Of course they do. But, you know. But you but you can't compare a man who is going through a long-term health condition versus a woman going through the menopause. They're not comparable. No, they're not. They're not. So they don't need to have the same legislation around them. And you can't say, oh, but then that discriminates against the man who's suffering with whatever. It's a completely separate conversation. But yet again, they dump it in to make it acceptable. And it isn't acceptable. No. That's all. 
I saw this thing on on the news this morning about um, uh, potential legislation around people that are going through a divorce. What? Did you see that? No. Well, it's just a conversation at this point. Okay. About whether they should have certain rights about, because obviously it's a very traumatic experience to have to go through. Yes. And what you they could put in place in the workplace in order to support them. But what about if you're in a long, long, long term relationship of 30 years, but you're not married and you split up? Do you not get the rights because you're actually married? But ex- it's not a divorce. Yeah, but it's awful. all about trauma, isn't it? So what about if you lose a parent? Oh, come on. Yeah. Do, do you see what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Th- there's... Yeah. It gets to the point where, well, where does it end? Yeah. Do you know my favourite rumour that's swung around this week that I'm praying is true is that Davina McCall is gunning to host middle-aged Love Island. Can you imagine how refreshing and good that show would be? Weren't they talking about Eureka Johnson being on it? Oh, yeah, she'd be great. I mean, it's not actually happening, but I feel like the more everyone talks about it, as she says... But it should. She keeps saying the more you talk about it, you manifest it into being. So I'm talking about it here because it would be great. She's saying, I know so many people that... Live have lived amazing lives and have amazing backstories. It would make it so much more interesting. There'd be a lot less G-strings, but there'd be also a lot less nonsense. And also, their first question would be like, so what's your type on paper? It would be like, do you snore? Do you snore? I can't even talk about snoring. I can't, I can't even. I can't. What would be the top questions that you would ask the potential love match on Love Island if well, you the were? the first thing? Yeah. That normally on Love Island, it's what's your type? What's your type on it? paper? Like, what's your type? And uh, what, what else do they what, say? What? What, when was your last term, your last long-term relationship? Yeah. Uh, what would I ask? Yeah. And what are you looking for? What are you looking for? That sort of thing. Well, I'm looking for emotional I mean, and financial stability. I'm looking for someone who's normal. I don't want snoring, that sort of thing. It would be so refreshing. And like, do you, like, do, do you believe in, you know, and playing an equal role in the household? Do you empty or the dishwasher? Or do you expect me to empty the dishwasher every time? Because if you do, this is not going to fucking work. <laughs> it will be a cracking show come on <laughs> right let's move on to recommendation of the week recommendation of the week well what have we got well we've got anna martha's book the little book of calm for new mums nice great book she's actually written three books this is her newest and i did not bring you daniel I said his book. I said it last week. Can you shut me down? I'm bringing it this week. I said that last week. It's called Money Game, A Wealth Manifestation Guide. That's his book. Okay. So those He's also got a couple of books. He has. That's also his newest one. I've got a new show for you. Yeah, I need a new show. Okay, it's called... It's just come out two days ago. It's called Shrinking... And it's on Apple TV and it's the same people who made Ted Lasso. <gasps> Do you like Ted Lasso? I love Okay, then you'll Ted like this. Lasso. It's Jason Segal and he stars as a therapist who decides to tell all his clients how he really feels when he listens to their problems. Oh, you're liking the sound of that. Okay. I mean, if that doesn't get someone out of their way, out of their own way, I don't know what will. That sounds amazing. Shrinking. Okay. Um, podcast, have you got any new ones? Um, have I got any new ones? No. Okay, I just wanted to bring not two new podcasts, but two episodes of two podcasts that I really like because they were just particularly, particularly good. Okay. Um, Davina McCall on Diary of a CEO. That was a few weeks ago. Oh my God, it was amazing. What? 
Why are you laughing? It was so good. It was absolutely fantastic. And it was absolutely fantastic because, I'll tell you why I'm laughing, because I've been listening to Diary of a CEO for a very long time. And not that this guy needs any plug-in. No, no, because he, he doesn't. Is, he doesn't. He but. Does. but I think that, I feel like this was the first episode of his that you've listened to. No, I've listened to a few. I have listened to a few. I, I mean, don't, this was it's not my favourite podcast. But she is particularly charismatic and easy to listen to. But I have to say, I've heard her on a few podcasts yeah. and it's never been to that extent and depth and interest in no. an interview. Oh, I've so never the heard. two of them yeah. together created absolute magic. And you know, he's got Jay Shetty on his show today. Oh, hello. I'll be listening to that later. Yes, because we're desperate to get Jay we Shetty are. on our show. But I've never heard um, Davina McCall go so deep into And there was a lot about her else. story that her I story, didn't her know. Childhood. Yeah. And so I'm sure that's most people that are listening have heard it. And also, it's it's back from December, but it was Catelyn Moran on How oh, to Fail. Yes, I want to listen to that. And it was actually recorded live. And it's a great, great show i'm gonna to listen to that tomorrow thank you i that. think you'll love yeah. that especially anyone who's got daughters it's a particularly good lesson yeah because she released a book didn't she caitlin moran about um disordered eating and teenagers yeah she has a daughter who had an eating disorder for a long time and she talks about that on the, on the podcast amongst many many other things okay but anyway i like her she's very easy great okay great. great thank you for that Lovely. you're welcome um what have we got coming up on next week's show well we it is february it's february so we're going into our self-love love slash love slash it's a month of love whole month and we're starting with love languages if you don't know what that is google love languages and do the quiz before you listen to the show because it will make a lot more sense hence why i want to get jay shetty on the show Oh, Jay Shetty, so everyone, come on our show. So everyone has to manifest it for us, please. Yes, please just put that thank out Thank you. Um, thank you for listening. We will be back on Sunday with Anna's full interview, so don't miss that. And then back on Monday with Love Languages. If you want to be in touch, hello at selfcareclub.co.uk. Come find us on our Facebook group. By the way, it is now a private group. It is no longer public, so if that was putting you off, please come and join us so no one can see anything that you write on there apart from the community itself. Um, and email us you can DM us all the links are in our show notes come and follow us everywhere and we'll be back on Sunday